G'day, I'm Ian Swain, and welcome to another G'day with Ian Swain. What's it like living work, and working next to one of nature's wonders of the world? Well, today we're going to find out, as my guest is the manager of Victoria Falls River Lodge, located just upstream of the Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe. From your suite, you see the spray rising up into the African sky. With a selection of tented camps, island treehouse suites, Victoria Falls River Lodge offers unique experiences for your guests. So let me introduce Roddy Merring from Victoria Falls River Lodge. G'day, Roddy. How are you doing, Ian? Doing well, mate, doing well. You've got a beautiful backdrop there, and I assume that's the Zambezi River right behind you. It's indeed um, that is the mighty Zambezi. Lovely, lovely day here, as you can see. It's beautiful, yeah. Well, I mentioned the lodge is close to the falls. Um, just how far is the lodge from Victoria Falls? So in, we're, we're located in the, the heart of the national park um, and basically by, by boat um, down to Victoria Falls is about 15 minutes uh, drive um, or by vehicle. Obviously, when you're going to see the falls, that's, that's when you'll leave by vehicle and that's about a 30 minute drive. So all in all, very close um, to the town itself um, and Victoria Falls, but away from the hustle and the bustle um, and the noisy uh, parts that do take part in the town. So, as I said, slightly upstream, but not far away at all, with Mother Nature all around us. That's perfect. So, to me, um, it shows the benefits of being close enough that you can easily take that day trip down to the falls, uh, but far enough to feel more remote and be more African. And right on the banks of the mighty Zambezi River, which is, is in awe every time I see it, it's just an amazing experience. Can you share the difference, life, the different styles of accommodation the lodge offers our guest today, Roddy? Sure. So um, Victoria Falls River Lodge uh, was originally built about 10 years ago. Um, and the original part of the lodge was actually built on the mainland, um, where I am sitting right now. Um, and there was two sets of offerings. So basically, we got our luxury tents um, and our luxury family tents. Um, and the family tents can sleep up uh, to, to families of five. Um, they're actually, as we speak, all being completely re-gutted and redone, um, taking a bit of this time while we're shut down and uh, as I said, refurbishing and then adding on new bathrooms for the kids. So the units themselves are gonna be much more large and a lot more comfortable. Um, so those are the two um, offerings uh, basically on the mainland and it's, it's canvas under thatch roof. Um, so glamping is definitely the word. Um, and as you can probably see behind me, we've got a few elephants uh, that have just decided to join us, um, wandering past. Um, and then actually behind the elephants um, and over there um, on the island, uh, those are where, uh, where you talked about the island suites, um, our treehouse suites. Uh, so we've got four of those. Um, and those were very modern, very something uh, that Victoria Falls has not seen. Um, all about three, four meters up in there, overhanging the river. Um, and then we also then lastly built our two star beds. Um, again, those are very similar to the treehouse suites much more larger uh, with an upstairs um, room where you can basically sleep underneath the African sky in the drier months. Well, those elephants came through on cue, didn't they? That was um, well done. Perfect. <laughs> but that is a, that's a daily experience up there. I remember when I was last up there, the elephants kept on coming through and it's just uh, to see the mighty elephants against the Zambezi River is just uh, phenomenal. And to see them swimming and and showering or bathing or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's just an amazing experience. Roddy, everyone asks me about food when, when I travel and particularly to Africa. And are there any special cuisines that your lodge chefs follow? Are there any special places where our guests dine during the day or night from the lodge? 
So a lot of our menus, because we cater for a very international market, um, certainly a lot of our menus are a lot more um, international. Uh, but we do have selected areas in the evenings. We try and make sure that every guest um, dines at a different location during their time with us. Um, so we obviously got our main area, our main restaurant, um, and then we've got lots of various spots around the lodge, from our jetty site to our pool area, um, and to the place where I'm sitting right now, which was a newly built about a year ago. And it's not a Boma style, but it's a more live traditional cuisine. Um, it gives guests a, a good opportunity to try some of the local dishes, um, taste some of the local spices, and interact with the chef himself. So it's uh, very nicely done. It's a buffet style, but then the plated obviously to the guest. Um, and as I said, all these um, different offerings are obviously very important to the international guests, trying some of the local dishes um, and being seeing what's available. Um, Zimbabwe is not renowned for crazy food or anything. It's very much traditional. Um, and as I said, a lot of our dishes, obviously keeping um, to the palate of everyone's uh, taste buds, we try and keep uh, well above um, the expectation level. Do you have um, cooking classes or if someone was so intrigued with the, the cooking styles that your chefs have, would they be able to come in and, and spend some time in the kitchen? It's definitely something that we've, when we uh, built our, our new, as I said now, um, the, new, the new restaurant area, um, and our executive chef has certainly put, you know, one, wants to do something like that. Um, guests are generally quite busy with the stay, and that's why at nighttime we wanted to make a bit more of an interactive cooking show, but it does give them the time to, to mix some of the, the sauces together and taste some of the spices and taste the mapani worm that everyone, um, you know, freaks out with. But it's, you know, actually once they have tasted it and seasoned it with a bit of local spices, they realize it's absolutely fine. But that's what it's all about. It's, it's try, taste, like it, not otherwise there's always something for you. Yeah, the local spices there are very different to what we have up here in the states and i always bring some spices back with me because it's just to cook makes cooking just so much more adventuresome and speaking of adventure victoria falls in people's mind conjures up adventure and it certainly does in mine last time i was down there with one of my daughters leander we helicoptered over the falls and swam in devil's pool which i'm sure you've done many many times now that is extreme but what sort of activities are included at the lodge? So maybe describe a typical day for us for one of our guests. Sure, sure. So obviously we're an all-inclusive uh, all product. Um, now that includes obviously all your accommodation offerings and your meals and drinks and so forth. And then our activities is obviously um, to try and keep guests to see as much as they want or, um, or do as little as they wish. Uh, but activities that we control and we have on site is obviously our sunset cruises um, and sunrise cruises. We have our very comfortable luxury um, pontoon boats, um, which are small, they only take 10 to 12 guests. So the cruisers are very um, uh, custom uh, and it's a nice time to get out into the river. You can go away from all the masses, we go right upstream, um, because in the afternoons, the sunset cruises are very common. But because a set of our size boats, we get away from them and we lovely opportunity to be on the river, um, enjoy the bird life, uh, enjoy the animal, um, in the evenings, they'll certainly come down to drink. So you have the, you can do those as many times as you want in the morning and evening. And then also we do our own game drives. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we're in the national park. There's no borders. There's no fences. Uh, animals are free to roam as they wish, um, as Mother Nature intended. So again, one has an opportunity to go out in the early mornings or in the afternoons um, on game drives. And both of those sets of activities um, range between two to three hours, depending on... Um, you know, obviously what you're seeing along the way. 
but you asked me earlier, you know, a typical day uh, on a guest chair, um, I would say that in the drives in the morning are very common. Uh, it's an earlier start, five, six in the morning. Um, you go with your guide um, on our vehicles and I say go out for a nice drive. The reason why I say mornings is better is because it's uh, usually a bit cooler. The games are a lot more active during that time. Um, so a nice time to go out, come back, have a nice leisurely breakfast. Um, and then at times, obviously, you are here to see Victoria Falls. So that is the whole point. And also included um, are all the trips into town um, and seeing Victoria Falls. So that's, again, a guided tour from the lodge. Off you go to town. Um, and it's about a two, three hour walking tour of seeing Victoria Falls. Return, afternoon at leisure, lunch. And then in the evenings, as I said, sunset cruises are so common. Um, get onto the river, gin and tonic in hand. Um, and uh, obviously reflect on the day of what you've seen from the river and the games, the Victoria Falls itself. Um, and then, of course, nothing, nothing wrong with a nice gin and tonic in hand to, to, to help wash that all down. Yeah, gin and tonics go well with anything in Africa. The, um, you, you mentioned the game drives and also the, the sunset cruises. What type of animals would be expected to be seen or do you see on a regular basis? So, so we in the national park here, we have um, everything except for the rhino. Um, as you saw earlier, elephants around the lodge are very common. Um, they come, uh, they love the pools, they love the ponds around the, the lodge. Um, so elephants is almost, especially in the drier months, is pretty much a guaranteed, and especially crossing between us and the mainland and uh, behind me, the island. Um, swimming across there, it's a little two minutes, three minutes swim for them at times. Um, so as I said, elephants are very common. We've got a lot of buck, and we're actually saying that we had lions around the lodge yesterday um, at night time. Uh, so lions, all the cats are there, leopard sightings are um, quite common. Um, and then all your buck, from your buffalo to your antelope, to your water buck, to your impalas, to your warthogs, and so forth. So everything's there, as I said, except unfortunately for the rhino. Okay. I know you mentioned um, taking a tour, of, a walking tour of the falls. You obviously can see the falls from both Zimbabwe and Zambia. And you get different perspectives because one you're looking over the falls and one you're looking at the falls. Can you elaborate on the different aspects as you see it, Roddy, of, of going to either side? Because most of our clients do go both sides. Sure. I mean, if you, as I said, you know, the, the main draw card coming to us at River Lodge will be coming to see Victoria Falls. Uh, it is obviously the most majestic sighting there is. Um, and being biased, obviously, Zimbabwe is the better side, as everyone knows. But um, from both sides, you get totally two different angles of the falls. Obviously, on the Zimbabwean side, you have got a lot more of the viewpoints. Um, there's about 25 viewpoints. I mean, you stretch a good, um, you know, it's almost you do a good one, two kilometers walking between um, starting, going around, and walking back. Um, and you get to see a lot of the devil's cataract. Uh, which is where the water is at, uh, at high water is the most water that pours over the falls and then going around to all the different sightings to the horseshoe falls to rainbow falls um, and then as you said going across to zambia again walking over the the bridge that was built in 1904 is quite a um, historic monument there and then entering into the zambian side again it's it's you know looking um, zambian side is almost slightly uh, closer to 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 the cataract in, in, in it because of a certain angle that um, you look at uh, totally beautiful, totally nice, but in the drier months, obviously, uh, Zimbabweans have water flowing on it. Zambian does slightly dry up a bit, uh, but again, from there, you get to see the cataract um, of, uh, of, the, of, of the falls itself. So, again, you get a nice perspective of when it has water and when it doesn't. Obviously, the months when you're visiting is very important. Uh, should you wish to see the falls at its highest peak, that's obviously around May, 
um, and then seeing uh, it at its, its low, which is around November. So June, July is always a perfect uh, time of the year to see it. Yeah, one of the most highly asked questions I get when I'm talking to clients who are traveling to the falls is, that, do they ever run dry and will I get wet? You know, and it's, um, you just answered that pretty well, but um, coming in June, July for the, for the best coverage of the, the most spray and most water. And you do get wet when you're doing that walk around on the Zimbabwe inner side. What other, act, what other activities are available in the area? Uh, I know there's a host of different things you can do, not just from the lodge, but around the, around the area. Yes, yeah. No, I mean, so going obviously the area, um, you've got your helicopters and going around the bridge area, you've got, you know, there's something for adrenaline and there's something for the sedate. So if you're not doing your bungee jumping or your gorge swings, um, canopy tours, a lovely family activity. Um, coming out of town, obviously you're going to be doing the cruises and the game drives. You've got bush walks, uh, you've got canoeing um, upstream. So that's not downfalls, that's upstream, a bit more sedate. Um, there's, there's cultural tours, traditional tours, um, lots of activities. As I said, something to cater for your honeymoon couple um, or something for a family market or a small group. Um, everything's very well designed. It's, it's always known as a bit of Africa's playground. Uh, so, as I said, there's something for everyone here. Perhaps you can just discuss, we touched on the tree houses and they, uh, they amaze me how you've built these tree house suites up there and, and how beautiful they are and how romantic they are. Um, can we perhaps explain the experience just a little bit more because people are a little bit wary of being so remote, but they're not actually that remote. No, no. It's um, so from the mainland, or we have our private jetty where all the guests get dropped off, and there's a 15 minute boat ride up to the island, um, and the same obviously for River Lodge. But if talking about the island, you arrive by boat, um, it's not far away, it's literally in no man's land almost. You're on the Zimbabwe inside, but between the two countries. Um, so you're not too far out of uh, civilization. But um, as you said, they're very different. You arrive. Um, all the rooms are three, four meters up into the air amongst the tree line. You have these beautiful walkways meandering around the island, leading you to each of your rooms. Um, so again, it's something very, uh, very unique. Uh, it's perfect for honeymoon couples, um, perfect for small family groups if it's a family buyout. Um, there's six rooms in total, family of 12, your own island, you've got your own butlers, um, your own little piece of Africa, no one else is, you know, it's literally all there and all private for you. Um, and what we did on the offerings for the island is just made them all that much superior. So as I mentioned earlier, you've got your butlers, your drinks offerings, uh, all your food offerings are just that much more superior. Um, so you really do feel sweet um, on the island there. Right. And during this time of the pandemic, um, there's been a lot of um, heartwarming stories I've heard from my friends around the world of, of activities that have happened to less fortunate people and, and good, good informative stories being made. Do you have anything in your community that you could tell us about that's happened as a result of the pandemic that has helped everyone? No, I mean, obviously the pandemic has affected everyone greatly in the world. Uh, Victoria Falls, because it is pretty much a tourism town, we rely 100% on the tourists um, in order for any of the hotels, lodges, um, operations, all exist because of that. Um, so obviously when lockdown hits and the world shut down, um, our business went to zero um, and obviously jobs went to zero as well. Uh, what, lovely, what the lovely thing is about this town is um, it's a very community-based town. 
no matter who you are, what uh, business you're in, we all get together and we all just make sure that we all look, up, look after one another. Um, as a um, community project that we directly do um, ourselves as a preschool, um, we do we our own school, uh, we hire our own teachers, and we basically look after a lot of the education for the younger, for the, for the national parks um, guides and people that look after all the, um, the fences and the gates and so forth around the around national parks. So we look after about 26 young pupils um, between the ages three to six. Um, so that's our direct one. And we also very much involved in the anti-poaching unit. Um, obviously, we exist because of the game as well. Um, so anti-poaching units have obviously become very busy this time, just during this time, because there are not a lot of vehicles around the park. Um, scouts don't have that much more access going around and checking and protecting the animals. So during this time, obviously our anti-poaching anti project um, was uh, very, well, you know, we had, to, we had to really invest in that. We send vehicles out today with our own guides going and doing patrols. Um, and just to make sure that firstly, you know, our animals um, in the surrounding areas are safe and secured. Um, and then obviously now, because of all the, the job losses and so forth, um, the town got together and we started various programs. It's all available on our website as well. Um, and it's all basically helping the tra uh, from traditional families to people on site with food packs, um, health facilities, um, transport facilities, um, and whether it's food or cash or whatever it might be, clothing wise, um, literally the town got together and basically it's, it's, it's feed Vic Falls um, because it's obviously affected so many people and obviously hotels and so forth has so much extra stock or excess stock and that they can't use. So the donations have been huge. Um, people across the world have helped um, donate towards it. Um, and I said, it's just a you know, always good to get together and amongst the chaos, you know, uh, look after one another. So with the school that you support, is that something that our clients can come and visit when they're down there so they can get a feeling for what it's like? Yes, yes, it is. It's, it's a very much on way. It's literally at the National Parks gate. Um, and it's, a, as I said, a very nice little preschool. Um, and it's a lovely stop in. A lot of guests come and they donate um, you know, coloring stuff, uh, you know, in first world countries and stationery shops, you get such amazing choices from pens and papers and um, cards and so forth. So um, it's a lovely time on the way to the tour of the falls. You stop in, uh, the school does a little sing and dance and they do some pictures and you have some photos and uh, we've got a little soccer pitch there. Um, so sometimes some of the younger teenagers get involved. And as I said, it's very easy, very, very light, um, low key. Um, but just, um, yeah, a lot of people do like to pop in and see it and obviously see what we're doing um, and either help them towards it um, or simply just come and have a look and see what the project is all about. You mentioned they could bring some colouring pencils and colouring books. Is there anything else we can let the prospective clients know that they should bring with them when they come? It can, it can be toys. Um, it can be soccer balls. It can be anything that between a, th a three-year-old, a six-year-old, um, you know, enjoy. Um, as I said, whether it be games indoor or outdoor. Um, obviously, being located in National Park, we, you know, it's very recreational as well. Um, so we make sure that there's always some good activities. Um, and naturally, the local people here love their soccer um, and all of those other um, kicking games. So as I said, indoor, outdoor games, but anything a, a three to three to six-year-old uh, would love, even if it's old teddy bears or old clothing items um, that people might have, old soccer shoes, whatever it is. It's, it's, um, it's always, always going to find a, a, a suitable home. That's great to know. 
Well, Roddy, I really appreciate the time um, you've spent with us today, and I'll let you get back to your gin and tonic in a minute. But um, I really appreciate the time you spent <laughs> and um, and explaining more about the lodge, more about the activities, and particularly about Victoria Falls and how Victoria Falls River Lodge is involved in the conservation and the anti-poaching and, and certainly looking after the school, which is a great, great um, project to do. So um, we look forward to coming down as soon as we're able to. We'll send as many clients as we can. And I look forward to coming down and um, hopping on the river there with you. Thanks a lot, Roddy. Yeah. Absolutely pleasure. Look forward to welcoming everyone with lots of gin and tonics and uh, yeah, come and enjoy our, enjoy our, come enjoy our offerings here indeed. Okay.